This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Sure. Uh Whoa, <laughs> Nick, Nick brought a gun to this knife fight. Pull it out, man. Pull it, out. Pull it back out, guys. Pulling out some old ones. I didn't. Is that an old one? I don't remember that one being your thing. You used to say shoot it all the time. It was oh, yours. I used to say it, yeah, but you didn't do like the whole animated, <laughs> like I have a gun in my pocket. I'm sorry. Everyone else, close your eyes. Andy, if you're going to bring back an old dumb joke, can't you evolve it a little bit? Isn't that what we have to do here? Andy, I do want your actually. I want your answer on this, Andy. What, I mean, am I yeah, no longer sure. no, like? I don't think it's like he he brought it back, but in such a new way that it just Andy, didn't make sense. Andy, to, yeah, it didn't. Like it didn't do that. Yeah, he's doing. He's evolving <laughs> yeah, it more. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of consequences. Our to eyes. You agreeing to that, Andy? Like, don't do that. Don't don't give him an excuse. I don't want to give him more power. I really don't. <laughs> I like it. He's going to bust out three guns suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> he starts uh, a podcast love and be under the have... desk just to put up another yeah, gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, well, next week, we'll see. Uh, next week, you won't even fucking remember you said it. I won't remember that at the end of this podcast. Yeah, 20 minutes in, I'll say shooter. You're like, I haven't heard you say that joke in a long time. Greg, put it on your <laughs> personal calendar and just bring it up next week. See no, I've done that before where I put stuff on there where it's like make Kevin cookies or whatever. And I don't remember why. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well. Oh, it's going to be my work anniversary. You were going to do a big thing because you've never celebrated before. Mm. Oh, congratulations. But it's so close to Andy's work anniversary. Congrats. Uh, I think it's a month ahead, uh, beforehand. It was, two months ago. Me. it was two months ago. Good job, Andy. We're proud of you. Thank of course, you. he's the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads, ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting, headshotting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. Uh, my therapist fucking had to, not therapist, sorry, reschedule my appointment, and I'm really sad about it. It's like, it's like and I feel like it's kind of revenge because I canceled my other appointment. <laughs> And part of me is like, is she doing this to get back to me? Maybe. How dare but, but, you? Do but this you have to me? imagine it's not her. It's probably the office manager, whoever that person is. They're the ones with real power, right? They're the ones that really, really? Can control your desk. Oh yeah, yeah well, hundred percent. Sure. Doctors, a lot of people don't understand this, are complete odds. They're always pawns. They're just pawns in this game, right? It's always the front desk. Those are the ones you have to impress. And let me tell you, if you get the, if you get a wrong first impression, you might, you might as well just leave the city, go find a whole other city to live in. Here's a problem I run into. It's Anytime I, I always put off this appointment because anytime I want to do it, the appointments are a month and a half, two months out. Oh yeah, and I'm oh, always cool. seeing that. And it's like, well, maybe it'll open up one day, but not right now. So I'm not going to do it right now. Well, it just so happened that there was an appointment for May third, and I was like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then immediately was canceled like three days later. I guess yeah. not immediately. Three days later, seventy two hours later, it canceled. Still in and, the scheme of things. Yeah, early June now. Uh, get out of my face! Like, get you gotta out. do. You gotta. You gotta treat doctors' appointments like a hair appointment, right? Where D always says she's like, "Don't leave the barber without making your next appointment." That's what you gotta do for doctors, Andy. Really, that's a good yeah. word of thumb. 
Yeah, that's some pro shit. Word right before you walk out, be like, hey, just let me get another appointment <laughs> on the books. Like, we're going to keep skating by that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fine with me, I guess. Okay. Words of thumb. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah, what that was, was it. Like, Word of thumb. Yeah. Rule what of was the thumb. What I was looking for? What was the word of thumb? You're thinking of the rule of thumb. That's a good uh, rule of thumb. Uh, Today I was on a. I was on games daily and I was trying to say uh, jumping through hoops, but mm-hmm. I could not think of the word. And I kept saying jumping through loopholes. And I was like, this is wrong. I know it's wrong, but I couldn't figure out what part of it was wrong. It was right. like one of those moments, man. I hated so you just got to power through. Oh, power I powered through. through. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. See, uh, Andy, uh, you know, we moved like a year ago. And so I was like, you know what? I'll shake it up, get doctors closer to home. So I made an appointment with a new, I was going to get a new uh, uh, a general doctor, right? And so I, we made a, Jen and I made an appointment with the same doctor. This will be great. And then in the buildup to it, they called me and they were like, listen, the doctor has had a child and she has to take the child to the doctor on doctor, the time of doctor. Your, your visit. I know, doctor, 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 right? The kid's going to become a doctor and then have to move around for other babies. It is Great. You're the one who has to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to you. But they moved it and they're like, so you can't do this. And we made this months ago, right? It's hard to get a new patient appointment for a lot of places. So it's like, you know, we made it like maybe, I don't even know, four months ago, we'll say. Maybe five, but four, we'll say to be generous, all right? And then like two weeks ago, they called me like, hey, we got to move it actually. And I was like, no problem. How far? And they were like, September. And I was oh like, gosh. listen, go ahead and do it. But, you know, I'm not thrilled about this. And then I've just made the, I'm just going to go to my old doctor. I'm just going to go 2023. My old doctor's still by the studio. So it just makes sense. Eventually this will make sense that I'm right there. Same thing with dentists. I was going to find a new dentist. I'm like, I'll just do the old dentist by the studio, the old studio. I think we should maybe one day interview a general doctor because, or maybe multiple general doctors. We get like five of them. And what's up? Pose a doctor. Don't forget. Okay. So you could be one of them. We can get four. Come on. Like medicine doctors. No, I'm saying I take my Prilosec OTC though. No, hold on. I want like five, five general doctors. Poe will be one, so we need four extras. And we interview them all. We all ask them the same questions because I'd like to know at what point do they figure out like, oh, I got to push this further up the chain, up the ladder. This is out of my general sort of wheelhouse. Like, do some doctors... Are they do they, do they all abide by the same rules or is this doctor like no nah, I could I could remove that gallbladder like at what point do they mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. like nope this is out of my range this well, is that above sounds my like very specific I mean that's you're you're a surgeon at that point if you're removing a gallbladder like I don't think yeah like, but well, I really so like what does that. a general doctor do like what what sort of mainly what, they're like they're making sure you're they're like general upkeep they're the general mechanic and then when they find out you know something's wrong with the tire they send you to the tire mechanic. I don't think that's how mechanics work either, no, but you understand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we can do tires at most mechanics. <laughs> but general doctors, I mean, they yeah, they have specialties. They figure out your general doctor is there to be like, mainly to say, oh, that's not a big deal. That's 98% right. of them sure what every general doctor's job is. To look at that and go, that's not a, that's just a normal mole. All right, I you know, you just poke that. yourself in the eye. Oh, Andy, I mean, like, again, 98% of the time, it's nothing all the time, right? Yeah. Go home, take the an general Advil, doctor, The general doctor is just the opposite of WebMD. WebMD is like, everything's wrong. Right. Real doctors, nothing was wrong. It's fine. What about so the, the lieutenant the doctor? The is somewhere in the middle, but one costs a lot more than the other. That was good, Andy. Thank you, good. Nick. Thank you. That was real good. I'm on your side on that one. Thank you. Captain doctor. <laughs> general doctor. Because you said general doctor. I got it, yeah. 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 Which is funny because Andy said general doctor Come back around 15 on it, times actually. setting it up. He just inceptioned it in one of our brains and yeah. finally came back out <laughs> just so he could use the joke, lieutenant doctor. Yeah, I planted it. I respect it. It's like it's like bringing back something that was old. Shoot out. <laughs> there it is. Great <laughs> hey, show, everybody. We'll see you next week. The Quartetti's Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. 
my Tim host. Now, Tim, as you know, I missed last week's kind of funny podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm hit or miss on some shows here and there and stuff. So I haven't heard the story. And I apologize if it's been told or anything like that. What is the story with you adding the gold chain to the repertoire? I like I, it. I got it. I like it. And I'm just sticking to it. And okay, have you Nick talked about it on talk- a podcast? Okay, no, I haven't talked about a okay. podcast. And Nick has not commented yet, which means to me that he respects <laughs> me too much. And like he's like, I, I know what's going through Nick's head. He's like, Tim's taking this thing seriously, so I'm not going to make fun of him for oh, it. No. But I also, I also know somewhere in there you have like – just it's like the the Twitter drafts. Nick just has so many fucking things he wanted to say about it. So Nick, I'll let you know. You're allowed to. You're totally allowed to. I, I, I appreciate that. And first off, I you know we have we're we're all in the circle of trust here. We know that mm-hmm. jokes are jokes, and we can push them as far as we can push them. But I'll be honest with you, Tim. The mm-hmm. reason I haven't made a comment yet about that was because I totally thought I made fun of it last week. <laughs> I thought I was like, I'm pretty sure I thought it was your Sonic one. And I was like, oh, I already mm-hmm. gave him shit for that like two weeks ago. So he's mm-hmm. already full up on the shit. Like, we'll wait. We'll wait for it to, wait, to you know, go down a little bit. Once been enough for you, huh? I when mean, it's like, true. Right, I hit that joke. I don't have to it, hit it again. Shoot That's so true. But I mean, I feel like I feel like I already railed on him for the Sonic thing because I thought that was a joke. I honestly couldn't see that it was just a gold chain. That's, is, uh, yeah. that's just dangling around your, uh, your, your, wow. It is. It's actually like excessively long too, which I it is, it is. Now this is the Sonic chain, just minus the Sonic. Oh. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's the thing is like, I, I am in the market for chains that fit a little bit better than this. I understand mm-hmm. this one is it's a, it's about an inch too long, inch too long, you know, I mean, but yeah, you I'll you out, out, Nick. if you took a very ornate cross, and mm-hmm. put that on there, you could double as Vin Diesel from pretty much I the chin down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. Cut off the sleeve. I want to tell you, I think it's a nice accent item, and I'm glad Thank you're you. doing it. I, I appreciate I, it. I, when I saw it in, like, I forget what show I was watching, I was like, I don't did I miss it in the intro? He was doing something mm-hmm. about it. And then I've seen it on multiple shows. I'm like, oh no, it's just a thing, and I like it. I got to tell you, normalize really it. You, you don't bring it up. You know, it's just like, so did I, I saw it. it? I didn't want to bring it up because. I think when you do, you call attention to it and people go, oh, wait, that is weird. I don't like change. Well, no, what it is is being an attentive friend. Somebody changes their hair, their glasses. They want to see, they want to hear that that looks good. They want confidence building. I'm like Andy's haircut right great. now. Looking well, good. I well, I've been bringing up Tim. I mean, every time Tim wears a long sleeve, I'm like, Tim, looking great. But I think right I think that the I think the chain would be similar to like if I got a nose piercing, right? It might be on that level of like is andy's got a nose piercing now are we about to normalize this well here's the reality with the with the chain because you're you're bringing up something really good here andy and i I totally understand where you're you're at with this and you at some point when you're with this group you bring it up right we can't allow anybody Mm -hmm. to change anything without commenting on it like first thing first possible thing and it's never even like think about it and come out with your best foot forward your best compliment your best joke it's literally just what's in here what's the first thing you can say we'll we'll workshop it together right that's what i'm happy i have you guys as a group of friends for Mm -hmm. um but the thing with me and chains is i've always loved them in middle school every single day i wore a chain it was fantastic it was my favorite thing ever so did i I. yeah see it was i was such a hip-hop baller and are are we talking are you guys talking about the chains that are going around your neck or were you guys like wallet chain guys I no, I, I was not a wallet, wallet chain guy. I, I wish I was a wallet chain wall back in the day. Nick, wallet chain became the it. sort of emo rock days of Andy. But yeah, yeah. neck chain was middle school hip hop. I'm a basketballer. I never had my. I never had an emo phase. So what were we gonna say, Kevin? I, I just haven't seen you so excited in a while. Nick, did you wear a chain? 
Was it a wallet chain? No, I never I never got it a wallet chain, oh. but I was going to suggest that Tim subtly start adding chains every week until it gets to be too much. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing is I I want I want the dual chain situation because I was always scared to do it. I was always like, I can't commit to that. I, I don't have it. I don't have the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Where you just mm-hmm. layer the chains. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I want to do that. And and the thing is, and then in high school, it, it was like late high school and then the college days, I like lost my confidence. And I'm like, I don't even think I can wear this chain these days. I have to retire it. So I retired the chain. And now I realized I'm a grown ass man. I can do whatever the fuck I want. If I'm going to yeah. wear a chain, yeah. Nick's going to make fun of me. That's okay. It's okay. I will forget Nick about it and making fun days. of me. It is what it is. No, but it's just yeah. like, I think it's dope. I should be looking dope all the time. You know what I mean? So here this, I am. You look dope. Best. This is a Thank good you. look. I, I don't care that. what Nick says. I First off, I haven't I said one derogatory theme toward toward it. Second off, we know this is going to be the gift that keeps on giving. I'll forget about it. Say something hilarious mm-hmm. next week. And then you guys will make fun of me for already having made fun of it. And then it'll be a double dunk. It'll be Tim. a double dunk. Oh, the double yeah. dunk. I do Tim, like do you remember movie. when... I wore, uh, I was wearing my glasses on an episode of KFAF when we were still in the studio. And then a solid seven months later, Nick said, Andy, when did you start wearing glasses? It's going to be nice. <laughs> very, very yeah. impressive yeah. stuff. I know, yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not one for uh, for paying attention to detail when it comes but to see, working with you all. That's the thing, though. And and it's true. And it works in different ways, right? But Nick, and just Nick really, knows my body. Nick intimately. just said, I'm not, one who, I'm not one for details. And this is the man that runs our payroll. Our healthcare and is planning the new studio. By the way, just, sorry. I mean, yeah, back I to you. We're supposed to get paid by Friday. You just guess. You just guess sometimes, Nick. Anyways, he knows your body intimately. Yeah. If I if I change anything, if I wear a new shirt, or I, Nick will be the first person to notice. Well, he said the tie dye shirt. The tie dye shirt. But like, the tie dye shirt was for you, Greg. That was a uh, special for you. Thank you. Uh, but I knew Nick would appreciate it as well. I, I mean, I will say there has not been a single clothing item or accessory or anything that I've bought in the last legitimately five years but probably pushing up towards the decade that one of my thoughts weren't what's nick gonna say about this? wow wow <laughs> i don't know if that's a positive thing i think maybe i, I should <laughs> i should it's work not. on that no, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a negative thing though okay. i think that you you have good taste and stuff and i think you're a good barometer of of bullshit is this ridiculous sure. is this over the top yeah because i know yeah. look guys i know it's over the top like i understand that you know what i mean that's that's what, that was my whole thing no. yeah the yeah. chain is not over the top. The chain well, is a very the, I the I pre- over the top. No. <laughs> it is not over the top. That is not, I'm going to start a poll here for the frogs. Hold on. Hold on. 100%. Tim, is Tim, the move the mic. I need chain over the yeah. top. I mean, I want you Andy put out a Twitter poll, right take a picture size. of Tim right now and ask Dude, him if it's over the top cuz Kevin. You don't need to. The community's doing it. The community's here. The trogs are doing it on patreon.com/kindofunny. Let's get him full screen. Let's get just is the chain over the top? I think the chain the chain is a great addition. I honestly what I find more not it, Tim is a very interesting person in the way that like if, like I think for you know I've told the story before in, in college a long time ago uh, a friend was doing one of those stupid like personality quizzes with a crush or whatever or like some stupid aim quiz I forget what it was and they were like they have some question about Greg Miller and the crush responded because they she knew me well and she was just like uh, you can always guarantee that he's wearing a screen printed t-shirt jeans and a converse. And that is, so, is I still, to this day, am that person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I appreciate that Tim is that way where it's like, I've never seen someone rock a black solid t-shirt more than I've seen Tim do that with the MeUndie shirts. And so I was always, you know, we talk about the tie dye shirt for it's, Still a special treat when he wears a T-shirt that has something on it, which I know sounds ridiculous because he's got the great Britney Spears T-shirt and stuff. But still, if I'm 
if I was a betting man, my life depended on, I'm going to tell you, uh, he's in a plain t-shirt or not this long sleeve thing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that the chain is a perfect accent to that. Because it, it, it's just saying. filling in that negative space there. I, I don't disagree, but I feel like part of what I bring to the role, uh, uh, like bring to this company as a person in it, <laughs> is aside from the fact that I take care of the finances and pay attention, is that I kind of play the role of big brother sometimes, right? And by that, I mean, I, I play mean, the like role of head. how much do you want this thing? How mm-hmm. badly do you want to add this to your repertoire? Yeah. Here's the thing, you, Nick, you're right. I mean, this I understand the relationship. And that's why I've put my foot down with the chain. And I'm like, I'm yeah. wearing the chain. I'm gonna do I, it. I mean, and I've been I, doing it. And I was surprised that it took this long for you to come in swinging. But you know, again, I appreciate I appreciate the swings because that's that's what big brothers do. Yeah. And and again, in most of, you know, I have a big brother, and he's not always right. And I push back and then eventually relents. And then I go, yeah, I really wanted that thing. But there have been multiple times in my in, in the 40-some-odd years I've been on this planet that my brother's been like, you're doing that, huh? And I'm like, not anymore. That's not happening yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what Cameron that's what Kennedy, for. Cameron Kennedy in the chat says, this specific chain is like 15% past its optimal point, but not over the top. And I completely agree with that. I understand that this is too long. I want everyone to get that. I understand that. I'm remedying it. This was a cheap one I got on Amazon. It's a whole situation. And it's better than the one that was way too short for me that was like a choker. Oh, okay? that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> that was so two in between these for it to, to really sell. I love it. And the chat does too. 79% of the poll says the chain now, is not over the top. Thank you. I want to say I use... Tim, it's a two-way street because I, I use you in the same capacity, right? You're my guy when it comes to shoes. I'll bounce shoes off you and you'd be like, don't get those. Those are dumb. The kids are going to make fun of you. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Then I know I walk out of the room and you and Kevin just laugh at me because the kids are going to make fun of me no matter what. But Remember I Remember when it. you almost got that stupid TV? And Tim yeah, made sure you got the, the cool stupid TV. TV. And Tim made me put it in my Honda and take it back to Best Buy. Because mm-hmm. he was like, don't get that TV. It's stupid. It was an $800 Panasonic. And it drove me nuts because the bezel was was straight and beveled a little bit. And it had a, a reflection of everything around it. So there was like a, just a little, Andy, like a one or two point white line always around the image. Uh, the it worst. was so fucking annoying that I was like, I got to take this TV. Is this back. the Smash right. Brothers TV? Is that what's on? This, um, no, that's the one no. we Joey. that was the newer Panasonic, I think, was the Smash Bros. TV. And it what killed me is I had that adapter the entire time, I just chose not to use I just didn't know I needed it. Sure, unfortunately, sure. Fair enough. That TV. what's that? The Smash Bros. TV broke. We're talking about different TVs. Oh, I was gonna say, wait, okay. did I break the Smash Bros. TV? No, wait, do you want you're talking about one from the studio or the one that used to be my house? He's talking about the one where I'm you guys, you had a party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash Bros. We had to play on oh, my 32 inch no, no, sharp no, sorry, Aquas. Man. Because I couldn't figure out how to hook it up to my plasma. We bought, a TV. We bought yeah. a TV for the studio yeah. for us to play Smash Bros. at. Oh, did it break? Well, we, I mean, we never used it. And eventually, we're like, oh, but let's didn't go. We, didn't, we, didn't we re-gift that or rehouse that with one of uh, Yeah, well, else? it was going to go to Joey. Yeah. And uh, it didn't make the transportation. Oh, no. Yeah, it was very sad. This is, oh, what happened to it? Did it just get smashed to the back of a car? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're not entirely sure. I think maybe one of us. <laughs> we don't know. Guys, listen. We're still listening to an autopsy on this thing. We don't, we don't know. know, we don't know. No one knows for sure, but it looks like the LED panel or the LCD panel cracked at some point. This is, see, Kevin, this is Who why I get so <laughs> nervous moving shit. Because I'm like, specifically I mean, TVs, we I'm like, one little thing careful. goes wrong. And it's, yeah, I know. You know. Not careful enough, though, you know? Well, you, did you put in Ranger Danger? Is that what happened? 
No, it was in the, in the, in the other car. It was okay. Antique one. Okay. Fucking <laughs> Nick. What? Yeah. <laughs> I've just seen this slack he sent me. Oh, <laughs> oh man. There we go. He just earlier <laughs> earlier when I said that it's like it's never the first one, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, what do we got here? <laughs> this one's like a second. <laughs> It's so annoying. I'm sending it to Asin. Like yeah. he just he just sent me this photo. He said Tim in three weeks. Yep, I knew it. I fucking god damn it. God damn it. It's <laughs> 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 a picture, yeah, folks. Uh, audio listeners. A picture of Mr. T with about ninety thousand chains around his <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, dude. No, because the thing is, I got bored of my shit at some point where I'm like, I've perfected it. You get the the black bomber jacket or the black me undies shirt, right? Just like black jeans, whatever jeans. Then Burn I, I orange bomber out jacket. The, Burn, you, bomber jacket and Jordans. The colors all just switch, right? But it's like I need I need a, some extra shit that spice. I can have a little you more spice fun it up. Hell yeah, dude. yeah, hell yeah. So that's we're going shades, baby. Tim, I I appreciate you throwing me the compliment about my haircut. Um, however, it's not a good haircut. It's my Damn. first haircut with my new pair of clippers. Oh no! And I still gotta I still gotta work out the kinks because I just don't fully understand the way that it works. Like it's like a really nice professional. The whole time I'd been using a little tiny beard trimmer to cut my hair. And uh, this, I got a wall, like the brand wall, W-A-H, W-A-H-L, well, like wall yeah, burgers. Yeah, yeah, wall. Mm-hmm. Like the burger place, wall yeah, burgers. Um, and it's like the big wide uh, shears. But uh, the, all, all the attachments are different sizes that I'm not used to. And I immediately went on the side and it was just like way too short. I was like, ooh, this is going to be a tough fade job. And yeah. it just didn't It just didn't work out. It's like uneven. There's a lot of unevenness. Um it it just could be better. We got to work on it. We got to work on some of the issues, but uh, I'm still. It looks camera good though, which yeah, arguably the is thing. the most important thing that's for your really life. Because like, because you're whatever happened with angle. your fade. All right, well, but even rotate your head. Your like, let me see. Like, see, it I still looks good. good. Like you're a thumbnail. Yeah, right? like, you're you're so small. We I have to enlarge yeah. it. Now, see, and I have to get I, close. I like it. the dramaticness of the almost step to that cut. That's what I like because your hair is dramatic anyway, so you can do whatever you want to it. And it's still going to work. Like when I go in like wall, right? And you're you have maximum wall right now, and I think it's because wall. the how high your fade is going right now. It allows your hair to speak for itself, mm-hmm. and it's saying really nice things. It's loud. It's yelling. Mm-hmm. It's saying yeah. hello. I don't. I I, I want to definitely perfect it and try to get better at it. But it it was a a scary weekend of like I don't. Ooh, this oh, is man. a different tool set. <laughs> this is this is something that people only with beards can understand, right? Is that That's one moment where balance. you're trimming the beard and you cut it just a little too low on one side, and then you start and you get the cold, like all the energy goes out of your hands, your body goes you get hot. nervous, and you go, oh, and it just you, like a chill goes up your spine. You're like, I don't. What do I go? Do I just let it be, let it ride, and hope no one notices, or do I keep trimming until there's no beard left? Nick, and when I lived in Austin, cowardly. they always know. Oh, you know what I mean? When I lived you in Austin, do. Austin once I had the, oh, I had my the razor, jackals. I had my razor on a zero, right? No attachment. Yeah. And I forgot it? that oh, it didn't no. have the oh, attachment. Oh. <laughs> and it was one of like I was at the time using four on the side and fading up. And then I kind of like went to my beard and kind of took off the attachment. I was like, oh, let me go back into the hair. Without the attachment, just, I was like, oh, I like fucking got so scared, dude. And so I had to like, all right, this here's another hour. 
We got like yeah. I'm in here for another hour minimum right now. Yeah. Nightmare, absolute fucking nightmare. Yeah, as I go up all the time trying to make it, uh, you know, the neck good. You know what I mean? Come up higher on the neck. Because I remember Nick had encouraged me to come up higher on the neck of the beard. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But I know that eventually, and I don't know where, but I've seen it on plenty of other heavy set guys like myself. You can do that thing where you go too high, and suddenly mm-hmm. it doesn't hide the fact that you have like 15 yeah. chains. It, it like, boom, it accentuates. Like, it looks like a, a female cat that got spayed. You know what I mean? How they mm-hmm. have that fucking bag thing mm-hmm. hanging there. Come, come. Like that. <laughs> you got to be careful. So I don't, I, I go up very slow because i don't want to look like a spade female cat you know what i mean i understand completely also i, don't know I know what it's you're redundant to the spade wanna... female cat just shut up and roll the joke you know yeah oh okay wait don't you do you neuter females you no. neuter no you neuter a male you spay yeah. a female right yeah. So yeah spade is fine yeah yeah i'm just saying out. it's redundant to, i don't I mean like uh, you spade a cat you know you spade a female cat you know right, right. oh I mean, if you're smart yeah, but let's it. be honest i'm trying to save you know I, right now you know there's so many people out there delivery drivers nuns sex ed workers <laughs> just like driving this car listen they don't have time they, don't have time. they all walk into a bar <laughs> sex ed workers you know what nick it's time for me to remind you this is the kind of funny podcast each every week four sometimes five best friends gather on this table each coming to bullshit with each other about whatever it is they want to bullshit about if you want to bullshit with us of course you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can write in you can be part of the show you can get the show ad free you can get the post show we do each and every week and you can be watching live in the chat on patreon.com slash kind of funny just like madeline stanley is louise aguiar is and joshy gr uh, if you're watching, chat it up in there, and then sometimes you look over there and we pull it in and we go, yeah, like Melissa Hagler who says, Trogtown, woo! Remember, Melissa Hagler and her husband, Cody Hagler, I did a thing where I was like, remember when you go to bed, I'm on the corner of your bed, and I haven't heard a report if it's worked. Because I want to, I want them to envision me on the corner of their bed. Has that happened? Like a gargoyle. You remember this, Andy? Yeah, yeah. What, was, what, was the, what was the intended outcome of that supposed to be? Scare them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Keep them away from touching each other because when they started to get, you know, they, they even, I don't mean sexually, I don't mean just like snuggly. You're trying to go to bed. Here's the thing. Everybody As you all know too. from stories about me, you know, and like uh, tall tales, you might say. Oh, I knew, they're I all, they're all say tall tales. I knew it. I knew it. Sometimes when I lay down to go to sleep, I get the gigs. <laughs> I start giggling. And then I try to stuff down the gigs and they just come louder. And I just have to sit there and giggle myself to sleep. <laughs> really annoy my wife. I'd like to pass that on to Cody and Melissa. I'd like one of them to be drifted off peacefully and the other start to start giggling because they see little gargoyle Greg down there. Makes sense. Because again, I'm not full size. Oh Kevin, yeah, I, I want to be like I don't I what's what size how, scale? How what big are you? And here's where I want to go. Yeah. We're in the tree of trust, right? We're all we can all be friends here. When I go to the store, when I go to my collectible shop and I see, you know, the Ecto one, but they're like, oh, it's one sixteenth mm-hmm. the scale. I don't know what the fuck that means, and I don't know how people can look at that and be like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. Cause I've never looked at an object and be like, I'd like this to be one sixteenth. That's say, you know what I mean? Like, I think what it means, Greg, is like if you multiply this thing by sixteen times. But who the fuck gonna... is doing that? Who is looking at mini ecto ones going, yeah, that's one sixteenth? Well, scale. you look at I, Greg. You look at me. I'm six foot two, right? Mm-hmm. And if you if you make a miniature scale that's one sixth the size, then it's like a foot ish tall. No, I'm just feeling. Like, I feel like we all know what a loaf of bread is. Let's start whole, using that as a unit of measurement, all right? But the half a loaf of, of bread. Is, Here's an Ecto-1. It's half a loaf of bread size. I'm like, fuck, I understand whole, that. Thank you. The whole point of that, having that 1-6 scale or one sixteenth scale, is then you go and you buy something else, like your Fortress of Solitude that's also one sixteenth scale. Yeah. And you so put them right other. next to each other, and you're like, fuck, 
these are the actual sizes and how they compare to each other. Oh, I didn't realize that's what that was for. I thought it yeah. was just for... Yeah. I, I thought I was like, oh, this will fit on my shelf if it's... Like, that would be hard to do. So are you doing one sixteenth <laughs> scale of the inside Surely. of the Fortress of Solitude? No, for every... What? I, the, no, the outside. The, you know, the thing that... Remember in uh, what? Rocky I'm just getting one Super big old one? ice planet? He, yeah, yeah. He throws it. He throws it. And the, oh, like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Little, the so crystals and all that shit. Yeah. Thing. They yeah, sell that. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, Probably. I mean, they sell everything. Sideshow yeah. collectible. They'll get your money. You, yeah. know, you just wait long enough. They'll make what you want. You're like, man, I really wish I had Dumbledore's shoe. They're like, wait, just give him five minutes. I'll get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here's the teeth from Mary Catherine Gallagher and Superstar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what recesses did you pull that from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> literally, Dumbledore. Sure. And sure. I literally went, I need another one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just literally, I think I just watched the episode she was on in Seinfeld. Because she guessed that. Oh, where she does the arms, where she yeah, does with the arms, arms yeah, 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 yeah. Which is great. Episode. She's so great funny. Episode. You somehow said all three names <laughs> in all wees. <laughs> <It was, laughs> oh man, I tell you what, I just really scare impressive. myself. You know what I mean? Really now, Josh G says there was also a one-to-one scale gremlin in my comic book store with the one-to-one Slimer. That's fascinating. How much That's, was the Slimer? <laughs> do you need to say it's a one-to-one scale if it's, it's just real, one-to-one life size? Right? Yeah. That's just yeah. life size at that point, right? No, no, you yeah. still have to say it. You, like, you still have to say it. Yeah, for context. I just just in case, because if it's like if it's like two to one, you're like, how big is the Slimer? Mm-hmm. In exactly. Because yeah. Nick, I know you've never seen a one to one Slimer, but they're big. I've never seen one. I know. You got an ass too. How big are they compared to me and Andy? Uh, like, it's about between uh, us? half size, of Andy. Yeah, yeah, maybe a half, maybe a third. maybe maybe, maybe two thirds. Three and a half no, feet no, tall. Again, though, like we're all talking in things. Like, right, if I told you it was tall as probably three and a half loaves of bread, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about sandwich bread here. Don't try to get fancy with your baguettes. I'm talking about like I went, I got a wonder bread here, you know? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like the, the thing is, Kevin is just doing a really bad job of like saying it, but what it means is everything has to be to scale of the original thing. So the 116 matters because the Ecto Run, all the parts on the Ecto Run need to be. One sixteenth the size of what they normally should be, so that Everyone everything looks that, perfectly. But then there, you also can get the same ratio of scale, so that the things can work together and be next to each other, and to scale work the same way. I want you to know that you just did a bad job, all right? I did a fine job. You didn't, but it's I cool. Did. No, I no, it's not cool, Tim. I did a fine I got, job. I got. I put it in terms. I put it in terms of GI Joe. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. When, so, which one? So, exactly. Exactly, Greg. Now we've got now we've cut to the Fuck, real Nick, matter of it, right? It. The original it, right? G.I. Joe was like 18 feet tall. Remember those things are like this big? Mm-hmm. And kids would play with them and they just look fucking stupid. They would just look stupid playing the with this thing the same thing. size as them. And then they then I'm prepared up, whenever Ben starts playing with toys, if they look dumb, I'm literally just gonna punt it into the creek. Like I'm just like I'm not gonna have a part <laughs> oh, of it. Yeah. All right. Oh, you yeah. gotta learn, kid. Punt it, <laughs> but make sure family keep... down the down the yeah. stream, like where's all these toys coming from? <laughs> <laughs> Every mom, mom, mom. it's like right around his birthday and right around Christmas, there's just this influx of shit toys coming down <laughs> the river. <laughs> hey, uh, I, we found all these toys. Are these yours? Like, no, those aren't ours. And Ben's like, Oh, those are my toys. And they have not this anymore. name written on the foot. I roll up the window. Yeah. Yeah, I never. I, I. I mean, I think we were all. I, I'm trying to remember what the, uh, the the length was for the GI Joe toys that we all grew. At least you, four inch. You, you had was it four the inch? Star Wars. The Star Wars were like four inch. I don't. The GI Joes with the rubber band stuff. I don't know about that. But then we grew up with six inch, which is the superior 
action figure. Those are size. Yeah. No, too big. No, no. Now here's here's like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the six inches. They were big. That's great. So I, and I'll give you I'll give you the points of articulation because you did have us beat on that. Except for I think GI Joe's had the same amount of points of articulation. No, but I'll just say count. those rubber bands are a joke. You take that you take that toy out in public, those six inch toys. And everyone's knows you're compensating for something, right? You're, mm. You haven't had your pubes yet. You don't have your pubes yet. So you got to get these True. six inches and you got to get them out Jesus there. You're like, oh, Christ. look at my big toy. Look at my big toy. Meanwhile, the rest of us are like, hit it at 12. I'm cool with four inches. <laughs> if you got no bucks, toss our way on patreon.com slash kind of funny. You, of course, can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny. Podcast services around the globe and roosterteeth.com where we post the show no. each and every week for free. I don't like when people in the chat just put my name, right? I understand how you're saying that. I get it. People would just say Nick. Yeah. 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 Drew, Drew 64 says Nick in all caps. So yeah, 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 yeah. There it is right there. Dude, that's yeah, the I appreciate scale. that. That's uh, some housekeeping for you. Uh, we just did today, uh, KFW, Kind of Funny Wrestling, April Anarchy, our first pay-per-view. It was a huge success. It'll be up on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games when this episode <laughs> posts. Please go watch it. Even if you're like just a podcast listener, you don't use the YouTube stuff or whatever. Uh, we put a lot of work into this. Had a lot of different video packages. Had Matt Batson editing stuff. Had me editing stuff. Had an original song made. A whole bunch. We had promos from Khalif, Joey, you name it. There's a bunch of content going in there. And Andy made a bunch of stuff too. So go over there. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Give it a click. Or one day it'll just be podcasts. And then we'll see what you fucking think. You know what I mean? <laughs> it. it I, I saw a lot of people in the comments saying... Like, this is the best thing that Kind of Funny has done. And what really excites me about it is that I think it brings in... I think when we talk about the Kind of Funny audience, right, there are definitely a lot of Venn diagrams of what interests people have. But a lot of time, if I talk sports, a lot of people are tuning out. If we talk about wrestling, we have a lot of fan, wrestling fans in the Kind of Funny audience, but there's still a lot of the people that will tune out because they don't care. For sure. And I think that this is kind of merging a lot of those fan bases to make those people care about wrestling and there's i know of several people that watch it are like man i i haven't cared about wrestling in ages and this is just so entertaining and today's event was particularly fun like some the way you and mike are reacting i'm laughing my fucking head off because of certain things that are happening in the match it was just a lot of fun uh to be there hanging out with everybody and it's it's really exciting for how we're going to keep on amping up the quality of this shit. So you head on over youtube.com slash kind of funny games, get uh, April Anarchy on the KFW playlist. Uh, if you didn't know, Nick knows every martial art. You can pick up the brand new t-shirt, kind of funny.com slash store. Sensei, Sensei, Scarpino's Dojo. It's up there. Nick, have you seen these? Have people been wearing these to jujitsu lately? Have they been wearing them to the comic sh- or the comedy shops with you and all that jazz? Uh, no, I have yet to see one in the wild right now, but okay. you could be the first. You can go over to the store and grab yourself one. And if you see me, give me a good old ki. <laughs> You're our Patreon producers. Uh, Nathan Lamoff, Delaney Twinning, Gordon McGuire, James Davis, a.k.a. at James Davis Makes, Fargo Brady, Pranksy, and Anonymous. Today we're brought to you by Brother Printers, Lumen Scan, and Razor. And hey, I'll tell you about them right now. All right, guys, let's chat skincare. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel that you've been using since high school, then it's time to level up your skincare game. Because as it turns out, that regular body wash you've been using that you thought was good enough is probably damaging your skin. 
But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. With Lumen, you get the highest quality products. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under eye circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, you name it, it's all there. Starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take a two-minute quiz on their website and they'll tell you exactly which routine is best for your skincare needs. Gia's been using the charcoal face wash and charcoal face scrub and she feels so fresh afterward. She has dry skin, so especially during the winter, it's nice to have that hydration and exfoliation. Also, she's a big fan of the really subtle citrus smell. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash kindoffunny for a free trial. Lumenskin.com slash kindoffunny. Hey, computer people, announced at CES and available now, the latest generation of Razer Blades feature all new NVIDIA GeForce RTX 30 series GPUs and up to an RTX 3080 Ti featuring a suite of cutting edge features to improve gameplay, including NVIDIA Reflex. NVIDIA Reflex delivers the ultimate competitive advantage, the lowest latency, the best responsiveness. Get the competitive edge you need at sub 25 milliseconds. And I asked the one, the only, the Nitro Rifle. Andy Cortez is that good? And he said, ooh wee, sub 25 milliseconds is great. And I said, that's fantastic. Acquire targets faster, react quicker, and increase aim precision in the most competitive games such as Apex Legends, Fortnite, Call of Duty, and more. Learn more about the Razer Blades powered by NVIDIA GPUs with NVIDIA Reflex technology at Razer.com. When I needed a printer, I turned to Twitter and so many of you told me brother was the way to go. For more than a year now, Jen and I have been using our brother printer for immigration paperwork, baby paperwork, and a million other things. It's been great, but you know what printers need? Ink. And while it used to be a hassle to get ink, Brother's Refresh Easy print subscription has made it easy. The Brother Refresh Easy print subscription service is a printing plan that is based on the number of pages you print. You choose a monthly plan based on your print volume needs, color, black and white, and all print for one monthly cost. And instead of having to remember to buy replacement ink cartridges, your printer does the work for you through an intelligent ink and toner level monitoring feature that tracks the remaining amount of ink or toner and orders it before you run out. The Brother Refresh Easy print subscription service is a convenient, worry-free way to print. Each plan is flexible, and you can change or cancel your subscription at any time. So what are you waiting for? Stop running out of ink when you need it most and put your printer to work with the Brother Refresh Easy print subscription service by signing up at brother-usa.com slash printwithrefresh. Again, that's brother-usa.com printwithrefresh to sign up for the Brother Refresh Easy print subscription service and stop worrying about your ink levels. All right, we're back, everybody. We're back. Madeline exposed. Madeline. AKA Matt Exposure writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games says this Andy, clear your head. We're going to you first. All right. Oh shit. Sorry, buddy. What <laughs> fictional TV parents do you wish mm-hmm. could be your parents for the day? Go. That, oh, this is way too hard. Nick, what, who, fictional TV parents who would, for a day, who would you go? Oh, the parents from small wonder, man. Anything goes in that <laughs> fucking house. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Ted, <laughs> what was his wife? God damn. We hit, our quota. Quota. we hit our But quota. I'm bringing home a fucking six pack of Natty Ice when I'm 14. You think that's going to be the weirdest fucking thing that dad's seen that day? No, he doesn't give a no, shit. He's like, no, go no, drink no, that yeah. in the basement, kid. Joan? I'm making us another daughter. Yeah, okay. And oh, Jesus. Because oh, you okay. all say TV, yeah. and I think the obvious kind of area you want to lean towards is like family sitcom type stuff i mean it's whatever you want it to be you want it you want to go live in the breaking bad house we're not gonna stop you okay that's not tim 
I mean, I'm with Andy that like your gut goes to the Boy Meets World parents because they are just 10 out of 10 parents yeah. any way you want to look at it. They're 10 um, out of 10 humans, all right? Mm-hmm, I feel like their exactly. weakness, they shine through a lot, which is part of their appeal. You know what I mean? Fan, I mean, well, that's how that's that's what perfect looks like when it comes to parenting, Greg. You got to roll okay. with the punches sometimes. I, mean, I, I know more about um, it than you do. You know what I mean? Like but, I said, chicken toys out of hands left and right. Well, that's why I want to go with the superior answer, which is Splinter from the Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh. Those kids, right? Wow. So, yeah. I mean, he learned Kung Fu just by watching. Mm-hmm. Just, he just watched somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he practiced. He just did what he saw. Very well. I mean, let's put it. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Last last thing we'll say on the subject. <laughs> it's possible that right up until the 80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, that particular Splinter had never actually fought another human being. <laughs> He just punched through the air for a little while. Sounds familiar. Just, just, That's all I'm just, saying. It just looked, just observed. I mean, just, like, real quick, if I mean, if we can set the joke aside for a second, it is worth pointing out, remember, of course, uh, Podcast Beyond's, uh, co- po- po- I'm sorry, I've had a long day of talking. Holy fuck. Podcast Beyond's <laughs> own Ryan Clements, remember, mm-hmm. didn't know how to rollerblade, and then he dreamed he could rollerblade, and he woke up and he could rollerblade. <laughs> like, I no. knew that. Yep, that's a real story no. from Clements. That's a real story. <laughs> if I'm lying, it's I'm also dying, possible Andy. that rollerblading is not that hard to pick up. Whereas okay, don't be self defense, right. being able to beat another trained fighter actually takes a lot of time. But you can just watch. You can watch YouTube videos and figure I mean, it out. I mean, he's a forty year old rat who's been training against sticks forever, fighting a bunch of kids who got you know they just want to be the Foot Clan. What do they do? They snatch bells off of things. You know what I mean? They're not. Yeah. It's not like the, being, the Foot Clan just grew too fast. That was its problem. They let down the quality of people <laughs> yeah, they were letting should. in. That was the problem. Uh-huh. That was you the know problem. what I mean? They didn't even care because, of course, they got these mutant turtles coming out of the goddamn. Like in a lot of and a lot of in a lot of regards, the Foot Clan might be heroes. You know what I mean? That's God, fair, depending on how you monsters look at coming it. out of the goddamn toilets. Like, all right, get these fourteen-year-olds in here, pick the bells off this thing, and then we gotta learn to just fucking fight and throw shit because you don't know what's coming out tomorrow, bro. <laughs> You seen this alligators tomorrow? Nobody knows. <laughs> My I heard there's a giant rat down there. I love when they tie Splinter up, and everyone's like, "Ew, that's a gross big rat," but nobody freaks out about it at all. A weird ass <laughs> movie. I love it. <laughs> it's a weird ass movie. Yo, we're two days away from Ninja Turtles. Like the story just being over forever. Like two years ago, the last Ronin, the comic series, five issues to like mm. it's like the end of the story, and it's one remaining turtle. The other three are dead. Um, and and Splinter's dead, and it's the story of like how that all happened and like what's going on at the final stand is the last Ronin, and it's the reunite uh, reunion of uh the original creators of Ninja Turtles who have had a lot of drama over the decades and yep, and they haven't done anything together uh until this, and in classic comics fashion, everything take it was supposed to be monthly, that didn't fucking happen, but issue five comes out on Greg's birthday, April twenty seventh. Thank you. Moose's birthday. Very excited about all this. It's going to be a big day for me. Um, I'll, I'll yeah, killer fucking comic, man. Tell you who my parents would be. Here we go, Andy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wanda and Vision. Mm, oh, wow. Because wow. Wow. I got to have a hot mom. Oh, here we go. Which is cool. Perfect. I'd have a dad who sometimes also hot. exists, kind of doesn't exist. Super hot. Yeah. And he sometimes always goes, white. He always goes, Wanda. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes, one of the theories about the multiverse. Yeah. Very limited, are we, yeah. we going to see Vision in Multiverse Madness there? It seems like I, it. I doubt it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Andy, you say it seems like it? 
Uh, he was on some show recently. And he was yeah, like, they tried to pin him down. That's what brought it up to me because I hadn't not... even thought about it. I haven't thought about it because I just hadn't thought much about Doctor Strange because Thor's coming. That looks fun. But like, you know, yeah, I, he said, and I was like, oh, that would make sense. Wanda's going to be there. She's trying to go through the multiverse to find her children, we're assuming, right? Like, Right, right. I can see Wanda. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, what a show. Good lord. What a show. Good uh, I'm gonna I would pick about... them because they would have, and also I might have superpowers too, Greg, like the way her her little boys had superpowers. Mm. You probably sure. wouldn't though in this particular instance. Yeah, what fictional you. parents do you want, TV parents do you want to be your parents for the day? I don't know if that gives you powers mm. for a day. And here's the other question, Andy. I'll flip it on its head for you too. If you could have superpowers for the day, would you want that? Because then you're going to go the rest of your life like I could fly, I could do this, and then I, but I can only do it for one day. Only for one day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I would figure out ways to, like, you know, monetize it. Sure. Yeah, one day. film like 30, 40 videos in one day. Yeah. And then oh, just yeah. lie to everyone for the rest oh, of the Oh, I would like... vlog the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. And I'd put that shit on YouTube and I would rake in the dollars. <clears throat> I just was, I kind of also want to point out that if your mom and dad are Wanda and Vision in that particular show, Hot Mom, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, no doubt. But mm-hmm. also, uh, she's sort of torturing the entire town. So. Would you be aware of the fact that you're you forgive just, and forget? Yeah. Well, I feel like this is that thing where if I'm in Madeline, you, you're in the live chat. Now, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say that they're coming to our world to be parents for the day. And so then at that point, yeah, Wanda might okay. torture all of San Francisco or whatever. I forget how many miles it was around Andy's mm-hmm. where Andy lives. But like Andy would also know it's for a day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, okay, wow. Barrett has to act like, you know, he works in an office man. building for a day, or he's the milkman, right? He'll deal with mm-hmm. it. He'll be all right. He'll bounce back. He'll start playing the show tomorrow. No big deal. See, the and- premise of this entire thing, though, is, is interesting when we really think about the fact that we are 30-plus-year-old men yeah. at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. getting new parents for a day is, is very different than just the concept of getting parents for a like, day. You know what I mean? Like, like getting friends. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's like it's either it's friends, but it's also like great. Now you have responsibilities. You have to pick mm-hmm. where we're going to dinner. Mm-hmm. You have to like do all the stuff. I don't think this is like as fun as it would be to be an eight year old choosing new parents for the day. You know, well, I think that, I, I, like me, Master Splinter, having to hang out with him now. That's an inconvenience. At be best. Weird. Okay, but like, oh my god, fuck off! You wouldn't want to hang out with Master Splinter right now. Podcast with him and get a beer, just talk and shoot the shit. He'd use ask, go, ask these questions. For the How'd record, giant rat, did you ever fight a human person before well, you no, beat no, the shit don't, out of don't these fucking, Don't kids. fucking ask him. You ask with your hands. You walk right up to him. <laughs> Just fucking ping one off of his forehead. See if I, you can block it. When I hear this question, though, Greg, yeah, my immediate thought is that I am their canonical children in whatever show that they, that exists. So, like, I'm not 30 years old in that show. Mm. I'm a 10-year-old kid with a smoking hot oh. mom. Well, Madeline Stanley in the chat did say, yes, that's what I envis- I was envisioning, Greg. So my interpretation was the interpretation now, she had. What's funny is our world. I interpreted that until Andy answered his, and then I interpreted Andy's answer as Andy being the 30-something-year-old person he is just hanging out with Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, and then we have the same birthday, by the way. Do you really? Same year and all? Kismet. I don't know if it was the same year. Let me double check. I think I'm a year older than her. Elizabeth Olsen. So you're going to be a year older than your mom. Born... Um, let's see. We were both born on February 16. I'm one year older to the day. Yeah, one year older. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you meant to be, some people say. Is it weird when you think about that, though? Because, like, I'll see people who are my age that are, like, mega celebrities. Does that ever make you think, like, wow, I'm still a child compared to what they've accomplished with their life? 
Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the bigger thing. Yeah. It's like it's not I never feel like, oh, man, I haven't accomplished anything. It's just when I see a successful adult, you just assume they're older than you. You know what I mean? And then then it's like revealed, like especially, you know, Andy and me watch a sport or whatever. Jesus Christ. And it's a chain. This chain. He walked from the back wall all the way to the front. And the chain was somehow just dominating. (laughs) The, frame. the entire frame the entire time sorry i apologize Greg. the Please camera continue. had trouble like dealing with the ice it just flashed out for like 14 <laughs> seconds no greg that's that's 100 percent. that's 100 percent what it is that's a, that's a better way of phrasing i don't mean to say we haven't accomplished stuff it's just when i what see someone mean? who's like like i feel like britney spears for instance right sure. I, I don't know why she just came to mind i think i just read an article about her or something earlier this morning but like I always just thought, oh, this is a person who's very, very accomplished. She must be like older than me. And I think she's either my age or younger than I am, right? Oh, she's Way younger. I, I think no. Uh, now see, you? I don't know. Let's see. Britney, Britney Spears, Spears, ladies and gentlemen, is drumroll please, forty years old. Yeah, December second, eighty one. Yeah, it's I mean there was oh God, I wish I could pull the, the analog. There was a better example I was thinking of someone that was a kid. Oh, it was the Jurassic Park kids. That's what I was thinking of, right? I think you were. I don't think you were on that episode, Greg. But the first one, I was like, "How old are these fucking kids?" They were so annoying to me when they were when I was watching this movie. They were my age. They, I think they were both. They were all born in like eighty, so they're the exact same age as me. That's so fucking weird. It makes you feel. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. As uncomfortable as like being like you kept saying how hot your mom is. Well, that's for actually. At this point, I don't think that she would be his mom. I think Andy would be her 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 mom, daddy. Interesting. You go through that mm-hmm. portal, you don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would what pick uh, Jonathan pick? and Martha Kent from Smallville, of course. Annette O'Toole, mm-hmm. John Schneider. Great, great TV parents. Is and that then because if, you if, just if want to be Superman? No, no, no. I just think the the Kents are great role models and good people. I'd like to talk to them a bit. And if that was too much, if that's too on the nose, the second one would be, of course, uh, the Winslows from Family Matters. Mm, yes. They were, uh, great. Nick, they were great, too. I was going to say, where, how far down do you have to go before you get to the parents from Elf? Oh my god! Like Alf's, the parents that I'm let their child Alf, hang out with an alien being. <laughs> the Alf dad, like, and this is not the actor. This is very much the character. What yeah. a sniveling little fucking toad! You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't got time to deal with you. Uh, 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 Alf. You know what I mean? Like no, mm-hmm. we don't like fucking embrace it. Either you let the alien live there and that's gonna be fucking chill, and he almost eats the cat, and he talks about Mel Mac or whatever, or you fucking turn him in. You know what I mean? Like, make up your mind on how you want it to be. It's not every fucking episode has to be this giant problem. Exactly. Oh, man, this is really sad. I googled Alf dad, and there's a photo of him looking really rough. Like, he's uh, got He has to have passed away by now. Like, uh, yeah, apparently, like, two, 25 years after the sitcom ended. All right. It just, Cam- it, it's just Cameron rough. Kennedy in the chat it's, says, what decade is Alf from? Come on, Cameron Kennedy. What do you think it's from? The 80s? I was I was definitely like too young for Alf. That was before my time. But what about syndication? Didn't syndication help you at all? No. no. Yeah. See, that's the big thing. A lot of these shows I remember so well and know so much. My encyclopedia knowledge of them is because you know I'm sitting at Grandma Miller's being babysat. We just got Fox 32 on. It's mm-hmm. running the Victory Auto Wreckers commercial. I'm watching some Judge Wapner. I'm getting a lot of Alf. I'm getting a lot of Cosby Show. This is back before uh snl sold their soul to go to vh1 or whatever so i'm getting every snl ever on comedy central i'm just uh, fucking watching stuff way too young but i know it all 
It's a golden age to be a fucking kid just absorbing stuff and not going outside. That was the big part of that too. Not going to go yeah. play sports. You know what I mean? You didn't like going, you didn't do outside stuff. I loved being outside as a kid. I mean, I went outside, but I wasn't like, you know, I didn't have like baseball practice and basketball practice and oh. this and that. I don't know how I did it. There like there would be times where I'd um my my the final class that I had was you're right, Josh. The final class that I had was athletics and it was baseball in high school. And we were we would prep for the season, right? So, like, in the winter, we weren't playing games because it wasn't baseball season. Baseball season started in the spring. But uh, my final period was still baseball and, like, athletics. So we're still out there batting practice, doing everything. And that was fine until baseball season started. <laughs> because then fucking my final class was, like, I don't know, one forty-five p.m. till 3 p.m., when school ended and then I'd be in practice from three until six thirty, seven o'clock. And I don't know how I would go home with just layers of fucking dirt on my face oh, because yeah. we're just out there in the windy ass RGV mm-hmm. and it's 94 degrees outside. I don't know how I did it, dude. My feet would just be super fucked up and all. Oh, it was terrible, terrible stuff. And I think maybe that's what caused me to have all these bad, the bad skin problems. Maybe that's part of it. Oh yeah. You should wash your face more. But as a kid, I just, I don't know, I didn't know. I just, yeah, yeah, I, I barely bikes. started moisturizing as an adult. You know, summer camp or day, summer day camp, you know, we're going to the pool every day and doing stuff. But like, I just wasn't the, let's go, you know, I, we weren't doing the Sandlot shit. We did a little mm-hmm. bit of street hockey here and there. But, I, you know, I wasn't moving too much out there. Street mm-hmm. hockey. Do- <clears throat> now everybody was into it. Everybody had gear because, like, I would have yeah. loved to have been a part of organized stuff like that. But, it's hard to just say, let's go play street hockey. Cause like, just, you know it how it is. feels like, like, let's go play baseball. It's like, well, how the fuck are you? There's two, there's three other people on the field. How are you going to like, well, it, it was the thing where rollerblading was huge. Cause it was really cool. Don't huge. listen to Nick when he talks shit about it. Oh, oh rollerblading yeah. was so, amazing. I love rollerblading. We all had rollerblades already. And then it's like, you know, you have the one kid who's super into hockey and his family is, and he's got big brothers. So they have multiple sticks and then you start doing it and you get into it. And then, you know, they're busting out nets. Then you have a stick or two, and they, you know, before you know it, you got a whole team out there or whatever. And this is like, you know, sixth grade summer-ish out there. We're all doing that, right? And then it gets into that, like, that uh, dangerous period where then you take it to school and then those, you, you decide there that you want to use it to fight other people. I remember when we were going to have, a, we were gonna have a, a street hockey game against an, a, a rival in quote school. And I remember, like, it was just to get in a fight. Like, there was no hockey actually going to happen. People uh-huh. just wanted to fight. And so, like, was, we went there, and, like, literally, like, you were like, and, like, one thing went, and then it was a check, and then everybody was just fucking brawling. There was but something. You're, like, kid brawling. It's not, like, you know, real brawling. There was something really special and kind could've of. Could have used the kids in this situation. Um, there was something really special and just, it, like, a united sort of feeling you had where even if you and other people from your school didn't get along and maybe you weren't always the best of friends, when you were going against another school, oh, it's like, we're in yeah. this together, big oh, dog. Dude, it's like, like Survivor yeah. Series at WWE. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. these b- bitter rivalries for fucking years, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got to team up, we're SmackDown, we got to face Raw. We're United Front. Dude. I'd love to see it, man. It's so It was so cool, and, like, you ended up playing these guys enough to kind of know them personally at times, and... Like when that one pitcher struck me out twice and like kind of like fucking eyed me down and I was like, oh man, I want, I want him again. I want him a fucking again. And we go the next, and then a week later we play him again at our house and I'm fucking ripping line drives down third base and I'm going three for five. Oh, what a day. This is the best feeling, dude. Andy, 
a fucking loud ass our, That's a good hit. sound. God, I you know like that, that sound. Yeah. In our in our fourth grade, there was the annual kickball tournament where my elementary school Sutro would go up against George Peabody, the rivals, right? And every single year, uh, our school had won. And we end up going there. I'm extremely excited about this. I, despite what people might think, very active kid, loved all this stuff, very outdoors with all of it. And I was so stoked. I was team captain for this kick. Wow. wow what and we, had, we had quite the squad, but mm. it was one of those things where everyone had to participate. That was the, the mm. band-aid from up top. You know what I mean? So we were kind of like feeling a little iffy about it because I wasn't so sure how it was going to go. Mm. But we riled each other up. We were so excited. I'll never forget walking those six blocks. We're all chanting shit in unison together, cheering on the streets. Like, we're about to go fuck these people up. They destroyed us. It was not <laughs> even close at all. I think it was like something like – 15 to 2 or something and uh like half of our team crying in tears and they had to ban it to this day they have not done the inner school thing ever since that because it was such such an embarrassing loss that caused so many tears that's unfortunate because i i I, my experience in high school was the opposite where our our sports was so dominant in in riverside school district that we just we had rivals but just for the sake of just clowning them out every single time Damn it was geez. north versus poly and we used to just fuck poly up every single thing every sport it didn't matter we we just did see that was one of the problems i felt with you know uh going to catholic school is that there were other catholic schools or whatever there you i was in the dupage parochial league we were the fifth grade basketball champions no big deal uh but it was like these other really schools nice. might as well have been on the fucking moon. Like it wasn't like you, like we were running into them at the mall often yeah, or some shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't a real rivalry. Like there was for like Glenbard West and whoever the fuck they didn't like in Glenelg. And I don't even know. Cause I wasn't part of that crew, but it was that thing of just like, all right. So like, what are you getting hyped for? You know what I mean? Like what's going yeah. on with any of this stuff? And that's why I didn't, I, one of the many reasons probably I didn't do any of this shit. You know what I mean? Also, oh, I didn't want to run. I didn't want to move. When you would start flirting with like the girl that went to that school, I'm sure you that and then happen. like you became an item, and then like the other guy from that school hates you, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking go five for six today on the baseball field. Come on, <laughs> this is a great feeling, dude. You'd see her in the, you'd see her in the stands, and you'd see the other guy there too, and he being the dugout, and it's like, oh yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, I've Andy, announced myself, Andy. If I had a dollar for every time I'd look across the stands and see, you know, that girl in the other band. And then never talk to him because we didn't interact <laughs> with other bands. <laughs> sure. yeah. Yeah. I, had, I had the opposite experience. I, I, we never talked to anyone from other schools ever because of marching band. We just would see him like, we don't give a fuck. Oh, that's uh, so weird. I feel like it would be really communal when you would go to the big events. No, at the big marching I mean, band events. We, you would sit, you, you would sit as a unit in the stands. You would go to the bathroom in groups with like, with people. You know, with parents that would like chaperone you back and forth or whatever, and you wouldn't really talk to anyone else. There were no marching band conventions. Um, Everybody gets no, here, they shot the I mean, new marching band tech. Oh, just see the new, what the new cool trumpets look like. Why am I no. saying all these words weird? <laughs> I, I, you started really enunciating. I appreciate it. Uh, no, unfortunately, which is, it's funny too. Even, even when we hang out outside of high school, like I had cousins um, that went to other high schools that dated people from my high school. So I knew it was possible, but I never, like, there was just never an occasion. There was never like an all, riverside dance where you'd meet everyone or anything like that and for i didn't sure. play sports so you just never got the opportunity to talk to anyone from other high schools it was the same thing for us yeah where i remember when uh, uh one of our guys camps he started dating a girl from another school and then that led to like poe dating a girl from another school and mm-hmm. again this was like floodgates are people open. literally being like this sounds like you just went to fucking mars not even the fact you have a girlfriend yeah. kind of thing you know what i mean which is impressive enough in high school it's just the fact of like <laughs> 
where is this person? It's like my girlfriend in Canada kind of shit. You yeah. know what I mean? You're lying. <laughs> That's funny because SF is so small, like it being seven sure. by seven miles, sure. and it is so built on public transportation that kids, once they turn like 10 years old, you get a, a muni pass, and then you're just bopping around Holy the city shit. wherever the hell you want to go. And it's like there is such a sense of community between all the middle schools and specifically high schools where like you didn't just know people at your high school. You knew people everywhere. And you're going all the dances. Didn't matter which which school it was. Rad. Times. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, the only time I ever wanted to go to another school's dance was Bennett, which is like another school in, the, in, in this whole thing. They had a Weezer. They had, they did an Only in Dreams prom. And the only person I knew was Camp's sister. And I, I was like, get your sister to invite me to prom. And he was like, no, under no circumstances. And then I just never went. Now, if you had that gone cool because I wanted that little photo. with the, If you had gone Dreams. with her, though, would you have made out with her a little bit? I mean, I can tell you no that would not have happened i don't think i had in my toolbox i don't think i would have been able to escalate to that degree in any way mm. for this girl that i really never talked to you know what i mean like again it was also the thing we were oh, all so very you siloed pre, you didn't have like a crush on this girl or pre oh no 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 no, no. i just barely knew that her and she went to that school I was like, her to give up my... one of one of the most important nights of her of her young adult life the prom night uh just to take you to a to a all weezer That's right you got That's it. Right. That makes sense. Oh, man. All, not, all Weezer is going a little too far, right? I mean, it was just like it said Weezer. It had the Weezer, you know, only in dreams. They're going to play it once at the end. It would be a big deal. Yeah. I still have the Alf Dad Google page up. What happened to him? What is so sad? About, I I put in Alf Dad and he's like, yeah, he looks like an old man. Like it doesn't look. He's like always he, looked like an old man though. Yeah, he's, that's he's always looked like an old. That was man. his shtick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it just I don't know. It just looks like he's in a bad place, but he could just be an old guy. <laughs> How am I? No, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Taking out the trash. Is that what you're looking at? The image? Yeah. That's what are you looking at? Let me see. He looks like an old man. There's nothing wrong. He looks because he looks like Larry David in a lot of ways. Larry David looks like he's. Kevin, I think you're right. I think you're just. I have it up now. He's just taking the trash out. He's yeah, just an old that's guy. What I'm he's looking just at. an old guy, dude. But I don't know. I don't know guy. why I expect like a butler to be doing this for him because he's the mm. alpha dad. Yeah, yeah it's well, true. I mean, like, you know. But I don't think his career went yeah. that way. I think. I mean, few people's careers go that way to have a full time yeah. butler. But yeah. also, you know, maybe maybe I'm uh, the witness is being led here because the Daily Mail's article is like. Look, oh, the Alf dad. <laughs> Alf dad, like, oh, looking it. disheveled. And, I, and I, so it makes me yeah, think, like, oh, rude. he's in a bad spot. He's in a bad spot. This is just oh, like how Elvin Alf Thibodeau, Elvin Thibodeau, I remember the character that. I bring that up. from the Cosby show, works at a Trader Joe's. And so somebody took a photo of him and then was like, man, fucking actor Elf, who played Elvin Thibodeau's fault. And it's like, fuck off. He doesn't want to act anymore. And he's got a job. What do you care? And that's also like, I would fucking, I would fucking die. To, if that if I find out that like down the street the fucking Trader Joe's down the road Elvin Thibodeau works there I would I don't even like Trader Joe's I'd be there on a weekly basis to build up to that relationship where I could talk to him about just like so hey I'll, and like maybe we get to that point where it's like you know we exchange phone numbers or whatever and like we're just chatting or I go and I help him or where there's a barbecue or whatever and then at some point like oh yeah you're on the country that's interesting let's talk a little bit about that it was that seemed pretty oh, awesome so you're going like oh, that's so on creepy like, like I want to be his con. friend. Yeah. Not, What's I, that? I, not... Is that creepier? Is it creepier to be walking by with my fucking knockoff Trader Joe's cereal or whatever the fuck they sell there and be like, oh, by the way, They're hey, you were Elvin Thibodeau. That's Thank great. You. But you're this is that Elizabeth about, Olsen uh, movie. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. You're talking about building a relationship with someone by hiding the fact that you know who they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. When you it's say exactly it like that, that it doesn't yeah. sound great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
Everybody, I know we weren't going to talk about this, but I think we are now just, you know, we're reaching the end of the show. Elon Musk has bought Twitter, and I'm reading this uh, from CNN, and -hmm. they talk about what he has mentioned to be his plan for the future of Twitter. And he said, Musk wants to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features. Wants to enhance the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust defeating the spam bots and authenticating all humans and then he said even my worst critics remain on twitter because that is what free speech means i uh i don't think this the site could get any worse i think a lot of the (laughs) the funniest tweets i saw greg were like what do you mean twitter's gonna be bad now like you call this place a hell site every day (laughs) yeah and like i think it'll get I think maybe the worst fear is that he will let Trump back in and kind of unban people who have sort of perpetuated hate and stuff like that. Uh, but Trump did comment and say, no, I'm sticking with my social media. Didn't thing. He had a speech the other day. He called it the wrong name. He doesn't even know what the <laughs> fuck it is. I heard like, God, damn it. Uh, but yeah, this is like, this is just kind of unprecedented. Cause like, what is it? What does this mean? For people like us who like we do so much business on there, like mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not leaving Twitter. I don't plan on leaving Twitter. Um, I think if I was telling you all before the show started, if and if I could snap my fingers and make anybody cool, it'd be Elon Musk, and just him be like, yeah, our workers our workers shouldn't be forced to go work at a plant uh, in the middle of COVID. Like I just want to snap my fingers, just make him a cool dude. But he mm-hmm. just has like he's got such a shitty. Uh, a shitty uncool pass with dude energy. Bad. What? He has uncool dude energy. Uncool dude energy. Yeah. And he started off as such a cool dude because I was like, oh, this is guys like Tony Stark. He's the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just uh, I feel like things have just gotten worse and worse, uh, especially with his behavior on Twitter in some sure. instances um, where he just tweets out um, like, for example, here we go. Um, they are talking about one of the. CEO roles who would t- who had taken over Jack Dorsey, um, a growl, I believe is the, that's the way you pronounce their name. Uh, it's unclear whether they will remain uh, in the top job following the takeover. Musk previously tweeted a meme comparing a growl to former Soviet leader Joseph Stalin. <laughs> like he, the dude just seems like a little too unhinged to be like being able to do yeah. all this stuff. Like like I know we all kind of. I, we always paint Jeff Bezos as an evil dude because uh, his workers are just never really, um, it seems, happy. <laughs> They're always just kind of, you know, there's always leaks about the working um, conditions at certain Amazon plants. But it's not like Jeff Bezos is out there tweeting awful shit um, every other day or whatever. But it seems like Musk just has kind of this, I'm a bad boy and there's nothing you can do about it. He's got and that edge lord vibe to him. And I don't know how, like, it's like, you're a fucking 50-year-old guy, man. Get it together, you know? Are you guys sure he's not a robot? Because if you read that last line again of what he wants to do with Twitter, Andy, read it one more time. What, defeat the spam bots? No. The or one authenticate all humans? <laughs> authenticate all humans. Like, doesn't it sound like the most robot, like, from a future robot shit ever? You're like, bro, that's not how humans talk, man. We call each other people, homie. It's a, it sounds like a good thing, though. Because, like, if that ends up actually happening, what he's saying is verifying humans. And then it's, like, yeah. holding people accountable for actually being who they are so people aren't anonymous. 
that would be awesome. Is it going to end up being that? I don't necessarily think so. Yeah. I mean, the, the big question is like, can he actually do anything or is he just inheriting the same problems that the people who have run Twitter over the last 10, 15 years are inheriting, right? That's, that's my thing is like all Elon Musk can just kind of gets himself into these things and figures it out later. But it's, it, it's a hard thing to moderate. And I don't, I don't know that they've done a great job of it up until this point, getting rid of spam bots, getting rid of like verifying people. Yeah, that all sounds great, but I don't know that, I mean, I don't know that he's going to do any better of a job. And first off, I don't think he's going to be CEO. I think he's going to, he's putting someone else in charge, right? So I don't, I don't know how much hands-on he's going to have with Twitter. But I mean, Andy, it's funny you say it's unprecedented. It's not millionaires, billionaires, tycoons, buying news outlets throughout the years. So yeah, Bezos bought the really, Post, right? Yeah, Bezos owns the Washington Post. I mean, Hearst was, you know, you yeah, know yeah. synonymous with being yeah, yeah, yeah. corrupt. Murdoch, it's all these people who just want to help. Because, you know, when you have when you have control over a platform that has hundreds of millions of people on it, like you can control the dissemination of information or misinformation, depending on what you're doing. And that's what's, that's what's so scary about this stuff. Um, but I mean, it's not to say that people that ran Twitter beforehand weren't billionaires with an agenda or millionaires with an agenda anyway. So I don't 100%. know. And At that's the biggest, the face of it. Now, I mean, Jack Dorsey was a face of it before, but like he's been highly criticized as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, I was gonna say he's been gone for a while. Right. And then, yeah, like you're talking about uh, everything you're running through in terms of who owns what and whatever, and you know, YouTube and every other in Facebook with, a. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, meta zuckerberg yeah. i was like why am i struggling there and shit like that like i don't know like i uh, this is you know before we went live this is we were having this conversation of like oh this is gonna happen or it's not gonna happen blah 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 and it was that thing i was just like was like but why do people hate him again like i needed to be I, it's a, one of those things where i got it's always been to me not always i guess but from when, when it, i look in on an elon musk thing every so often i'm like yeah, he seems like an asshole. Like when he was doing the mm. trying to save the people and he called that one guy a pedo or whatever for yeah, no that reason. Like, that's a fucking weird that flex or whatever. And like I Googled like, you know, why do people hate him? Oh, you're Tango. And here's like the 15 reason why. And it's all like, yeah, like, oh yeah, there's the pedo thing of why he hates him. Uh, it's mostly pedo. just shitty responses to other people's tweets. Totally. Basically. Misinformation about uh, coronavirus, calling it the coronavirus pandemic is dumb on March 6, 2020. Uh, you know, college Which, is a waste of time. He's taking advantage of his workers, manipulating the cryptocurrency market. Uh, Neuralink, his company Neuralink was involved with animal, or accused of animal cruelty. People alleged his relationship with Grimes was abusive. Number eleven, he was compared. He compared Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to Adolf Hitler. Uh, Twelve, uh, he's close with Kanye West. That's a weird one. Number thirteen, he's made <laughs> comments. Wow. Uh, number fourteen, he also really seems to hate. He, I'm sorry, he also seems to really hate public transportation. And then he gets away no. consequence free for most yeah. of his actions or whatever. It's like, all right, yeah. What you got, Kev? Yeah, I don't know. I just say he he doesn't seem like a great person. Like there's a bunch no. of things, and like I've I've known people who, like their siblings have been his assistant, and like from the stories they tell, like he seems very unhinged and not all there. Brilliant, but also yeah. kind of scary, you know. And sort of the, uh, the sort the sort of the portrait of a brilliant but right, right. sociopathic I mean, but like, human I, being. I feel like his tweets totally follow that too, where it's like, yeah, he like called out this dude and called him a pedo and it was like I, mean, I, dude, when you're... I don't think there's ever been any proof that this guy like all he was doing was he was hanging around in thailand and and uh you know he he, he uh, i think he, he had insulted... to do like a, an apology or an attraction for that one or retraction free speech. Yeah, I think he got, yeah i think he got sued i think he got sued yeah him. i think that um, one ended up being really bad for him i think but, and that but, was that was definitely one of those situations where it's like his ego got bruised because they were like dude yeah. butt out we got this and he's yeah. like and he just well, you know, I mean, of, the dude was that, like, yeah. the robot would never work, and he was like, "Fuck you, my yeah. robot would never work." 
Yeah, I'll yeah. show you. And it's so it's totally like it's totally that that <laughs> that uh, that terrible character. It is. It's thing, right? So many people. I remember for him and Bezos, somebody be like, "Y'all think these guys are going to be Tony Stark, but they're all way closer to Lex Luthor." Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's. So. Did you guys watch? Uh, and it's you know, it's not my fa- my personal favorite movie, but don't look up with the uh, with yeah. the guy from Ready Player mm-hmm. One who plays the sort of uh, not Tim Cook. Um, jeez, Steve Jobs. Thank you, Steve Jobs esque character. Who you're like, yeah, this guy's gonna tell. He just seems so sure of himself, and then at the end of the day, it's like, oh, you fucked everything up. Like nothing worked the way it was supposed to. And that's that's. I mean, Andy, to your original point, it's like that's that's what you kind of. Your, your your original hope when Elon Musk sort of started really making a name for himself was that he would be that guy where he's just like, I'm just going to use my advanced intellect to solve the world's problems. But it turns out he's human like the rest of us and just gets is, is fallen prone to being catty and being kind of shitty and like just realizing at one point that he's worth $200 billion. And that is such a fucking mind boggling number to have as a net worth that it just it's got to do something to your brain. That's different than how my brain functions, right? Yeah, it's just like it just feels like a somebody wanted to buy a new toy, and it, Twitter's this new toy that he wants. Yeah, think about that. Uh, right? Twitter's, so Twitter's like, new, but just like, yeah, Jim, fuck it. it. Here's fifty four billion dollars. Why not? Yeah, let's just put that on the card. You know, it's it's like it's such a. I don't know why, because it's Elon Musk, and because of the behavior we see from him on Twitter, it feels like such an unhinged decision. Like. Well, it's well, because like, sheer, like, that's the only purpose of it. Like, yeah. That's the thing is like all of this is just a response to him, the whole board situation that they had going on. And now this is like, oh, no. OK, well, fuck you. I'm just going to buy it. You know, it's like not even that he wanted the toy necessarily. It's the fact that people told him he couldn't have the toy the way he wanted. So now it's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking give you an offer that you can't refuse because it is so ridiculously insane. And that is what going back to Andy, what you're saying about this being unprecedented. It is that level of sheer reasoning of this all happening of not being just to have control over something it is above that even where it's like oh control yeah that's one thing i can fucking get that any chance i want or any at any time for anything really because i have that much money but i'm just gonna fucking do it like twitter has so much power like for it, it, it's different even than like fox news or than so many media things it is the modern version of that where so many people are empowered in different ways because of it like you can't just turn it off and be like oh twitter doesn't exist anymore it's like turn on any news channel and they are talking about tweets tweets yeah, are yeah. the news yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and twitter is also like i guess the only place where i can uh see pro and uh i guess positive and negative tweets about tesla or about hyperloop or about any of the things that he does and you hear things about shadow bands and you kind of start to wonder like Will I start to see negative things about the things that Elon Musk ever does? Because I feel like Twitter can something. I I like to look at all the different uh, tweets that people put out about the tech that he's doing and how sometimes people that are even really critical of him can say, no, actually, this thing is actually doing pretty well. Or mm-hmm. no, that Hyperloop thing is actually a gigantic waste of time and resources and tax dollars and everything like that. But I... I wonder if that information will in any way kind of start to go away at any point. Like, where will I get news about that aside from, like, normal sites, I guess? But I feel like Twitter has just kind of become a news feed for so many people. I put a tweet in assets, and it's just like, oh yeah, this, this guy's the owner of Twitter now. And obviously Tesla and other gigantic, really important companies. <laughs> but it's just like, it's so bizarre. 
and it's dunking on Bill Gates, yeah. Because Bill, and this, I heard that this was, uh, I think he even talked about it. It was because Bill Gates was shorting Tesla stock and like he got mad about that. So then he started <laughs> it just says this if war you need with to him. lose a boner fast, and it's In a picture of Elon or Bill Gates. Like, what this dude's like 50 something years old, man. What is. I don't know. It's just, it's. I think he's like just so bizarre, and I I don't know what the future holds for a lot of the things that he runs. Obviously, he's more rich than any of us can ever comprehend. But I, I don't know. It's just so puzzling. Yeah. Fifty. He's fifty years old. Yeah, I just had to verify. That's wild. See again, another one of those things where I'm like, I would have pegged him older just because I'm like in my brain. Not to bring it back to our original topic, but I'm I'm forty two. I'm like. I got eight more years to get two hundred billion dollars in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get there. Put them out. Got to put them out. There any, any second now. Maybe like seventy or eighty. Yeah, you talk about that. You know, I got confirmed or whatever uh, today, this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Also happening right now. Mark Hamill had quote tweeted somebody who's like, "I just lost two thousand followers." Anyone else losing followers? And Hamill says, "Weird. I just lost more than eight thousand followers in the last couple hours." Was it something I said? To which the one and only Gary Witter responded, "Said happening to many prevailing theories that is people canceling their accounts following the Musk buyout." So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the actual reaction is or what the actual action is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right now, obviously, the reaction, especially in our communities, has been people being pissed off about it. And then I've seen more the, if you're leaving, be careful of this, but then quickly follow But I'm not leaving. Like, I need it for my job. I need it for this. I need mm-hmm. it for the communities I've built here, the good things that I've had. But it sucks that this is happening. But I think it's more of a knee-jerk reaction right now of people who are thinking about quitting or leaving or whatever. And then it'll be interesting to see if, Twitter actually changes in enough that would keep them away or if they'll come back. I think it'd be easier if there was a number two. If there was like, oh, right, Twitter close. sucks, but what was that one that they'd had one that, a long time ago with an E that almost Ello. happened? Or, Ello. But Ello's right there and it was that close. <laughs> it's like, no, I've seen Mastodon go around a lot today and I've looked into it. And I'm very confused as to what Mastodon is. This is an amazing Photoshop here of Tim with many chains on. That's what you could look like, Tim. I don't, Did I you do that, Nick? No. No, this oh, is okay. Joshy G. Oh, no. good job. Good job. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I very seldom interact with Twitter. It's not just to go on and like retweet people, all of our friends stuff that we're, things they're doing. So I I think it's one of those things where you know if what he's promising is the actual truth, and he's I mean he said I'm like I'm not going to take any of my detractors off of this. Like maybe. But again, it gets weird cool, when but... he starts talking about free speech, which is like. Well, so what does that mean, right? Like it's what we're talking about before, where it's like before mm-hmm. you know with like bouncing Trump or whatever it was like. Well, you're being a hateful person giving out a lot of misinformation like right get the fuck out of here you know what i mean like well free speech well this isn't actually free speech is very much a specific thing to you being the united states of america and being able to talk in uh you know these uh, mm-hmm. in public or whatever this isn't what this is this is a private corporation and so yeah. again like for him to own it now and have it what does that mean to him and what does free speech i mean we'll have to wait and see on all this yeah stuff to see that's what his yeah. actual involvement is very 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 interesting but uh and scary we'll see I, it's one of those, it, I, you know, I'm, if I'm a betting man right now, I don't think much is going to change. Like, I wouldn't I don't, expect I don't know. I hope, I, and I, 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 and I hope I'm right when I think of the bad mm-hmm. stuff. I hope I'm wrong in terms of what the good stuff could be if you made Twitter better or whatever. But again, to the point, like, Twitter still is a place you turn on. You, Hey, everybody, we put up this cool video, and the responses are mostly positive, and then a bunch of people who are assholes that I then mute or whatever and mm-hmm. don't see them again. Like, it's like, to the point Andy brought up at the very, very top, right, of like, People call Twitter a hellscape all the time and bitch about Twitter all the time. I love Twitter. Don't get me wrong. Like lots of bad parts of Twitter, lots of shitty people on Twitter. But when you cultivate what you follow and who you follow and why and get it down to what you want Twitter to be, I think it's a good place. It's yeah. weird because I've just never seen him outspoken or have a public problem with 
the issues that he says he's trying to fix. Like if he had been talking about the issues that Twitter has had for a long time about, you know, bots and about, you know, anti-spam and all that. It just seems like these are just kind of convenient things to throw out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And suddenly I'm going to buy this company. But it's like, why did you really buy it? Aside, like, you know, to make more money, obviously. But but I haven't seen you ever have an issue with the things that you're claiming are the things you want to fix. Like, he's just... Yeah, it seems like you're doing pretty okay on Twitter. (laughs) He just always kind of just posts whatever the fuck he wants. And it's always stupid-ass memes that you know of 12 year old would post i i don't i don't really see uh i've never seen him have issues like that or mm-hmm. or with those with those things that he's claiming he wants to fix so it's just kind of weird that it seems like that was just sort of shoehorned in and by the way i'm fixing these things it's like i mean not to say that those aren't problems but it's not like you've ever had an issue with them before mm. But we'll goddamn, Twitter is a place for his fans. Holy shit, there are some people that idolize this dude, and I do not understand it. I do not understand idolizing rich people that do not give a fuck about your existence. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Yeah, I think it's like living vicariously through someone, though, right? You see this person accomplishing these things, and you go, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna champion them no matter what." And that's really what that's really what the at the heart of like people's reservations are right where when we're talking about twitter we're not just talking about twitter we're talking about just every all everything online is how do you cull through and how do you figure out what's real and what's to use the term misinformation right like and that's that's what i think twitter is really during COVID specifically beta you know strides to really crack down on and be like hey no like we really need to try our best to put out factual evidence and have disclaimers on things that are COVID related or at least send links to other things which is great yeah And, and i don't know I don't, you know, go know what he's planning to do, if anything, in that regard to dial that back. Um, but my hope is that he keeps going forward with it and figures out a better system for it because we desperately need that. We need to be able to have at least a baseline of what we all agree on is is the truth about a subject. And that needs to be flexible. And that's really what that's where freedom of speech comes in, where people should be able to disagree with you, but they should not be able to disagree with you without having some level of factual evidence to the contrary of your point and there and then you should be open to that and that's how it's supposed to work but it very often does not work that way and like and that that if memory serves correctly was one of the big you know hubbubs with facebook and zuckerberg got in trouble for that back in the day or not not even that far back in the day like four or five years ago with all the senate hearing stuff right where people are like what are you doing about like all, all of these bots coming in and like spreading random fucking information about shit and like and rebel rousing is like i don't know you know, gotta figure it out yeah it incentivizes fake bullshit because like that's the stuff that that is most shared and most spread and all that but it's like you look at twitter and it's like there's been such a change in things with the misinformation um when it comes to even things like celebrity deaths back in the day it'd be like you see somebody died and it's just like you just kind of believe it until you hear otherwise and then it would Mm -hmm. just turn into a whole fucking thing nowadays it's like you might see something that's that oh somebody r.i.p whatever but it takes one click to click on it and see whatever Twitter trends is talking about. And like mm-hmm. the real information will be there. Mm-hmm. Like it, the, the facts about celebrity deaths are now found out immediately. And it's like, you know, if you're getting bamboozled. Yeah. Well, who was it? Who was the one that was the most recent one? We was like, I can assure you I'm, I'm still very much alive. I can't remember what it was, but Ian McKellen, McKellen was it? Was it Ian McKellen? Oh, that might have been. What a baller ass thing to be able to say. No, guys, I'm oh, still yeah. alive. Still here. <laughs> still here, guys. Don't Nick, worry you about say it. the word, we will fake your death. We will all tweet that you're dead. And then you I think, be, no, I don't want to because my, my, my fear, if I'm being honest, sure. is that the reaction won't be as grand as I, I sure. had always hoped sure. it would be. Sure. Right. 
I feel like it'll be and you get to you, witness it in full. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. It's like, do you really want to see who shows up to your funeral or who called in? You know, or who's like, I just can't, guys. It's on a Tuesday. I can't. Sure, I got a thing. Sure. Yeah, at work. It's I, well, I put it at five thirty. So you guys get out of work. Get oh, it's not enough time for me to get from here to the down the block. Andy, I put it at the the shrimp restaurant down uh, the block. Working at you. KFAF episode. Uh, I can't do it, man. I'm sorry. And why? I lost yeah, the we canceled okay, that show. <laughs> <laughs> show's gone. <laughs> And this will be the final thing we can get a post show after this. But I think I don't forget. It's been a long time I've ever talked about it before. But I drew this comic strip in college in the in the student newspaper or whatever. Venture is a Gary and Quinn. It was very well received. It was great. One of the best comics of all time. People. Uh, but the way it went is that I did it the first semester, and it was going to be they paid me. There, you know, they, it was a paying gig. Or I was like so stoked about it because it wasn't going to be a lot of money, but it would be enough to you know buy some beer or whatever on the weekends. And I was pretty stoked about that. But so when I went to get paid or whatever, like all right, cool, you need to you know bring your uh, a social security card to get registered and i was like Oof, it's a lot of work i don't have that with mm-hmm. me you know what i mean that's up mm-hmm. in illinois and i'm here in missouri or whatever and my parents had split up so they were like where who has this social security card and i was like you know what and i just never ever registered i just did the comic for free for an entire semester right and then i had to take a semester off to go do my like you know whatever job work for the paper or whatever uh while i was still in school and so i couldn't do it and when i came back i made a point to get a social security card and this time i was like i'm gonna do this comic again and i'm gonna get fucking paid and so I did it, but the problem was my heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. So I really have to ask the second semester of the thing, right? Where I wasn't even drawing as much anymore. I was kind of like, you know, typing and I was like typing and doing visual gags and stuff. And blah, At this blah, blah. point, it's just like, it's not fun. It, it's, it's for the, when it's for the dollar, Greg, it's like, it's exactly, right. you, know, I, you know, I was, I was no longer art for me or whatever. And yeah. so one point, what had happened is I forget what happened. Maybe it was miscommunication on their part, but I think it was just me. I think I, I fucked up and didn't give them a comic. So they ran an old comic. And so then what I thought would be hilarious, and it was, but what I thought would be hilarious was, you know, it was Tuesday, Thursday, I think. And I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong, man, eater paper. Maybe it was Monday, Friday. I forget what it was anymore. But there was two a week. So I missed the first one of the week. And so the second one, what I did is I did the same thing with like the, I did, I did a, just a black comics strip, like all black and then white text. And it was that, you know, hey, we missed the, you might have noticed we ran an old comic strip on the beginning of the week. It was because a friend of mine died and I was like, Kellen Huffman died or whatever. And I put a little photo of him and Kellen Huffman didn't die. He was an mm-hmm. antler. And, and so I just faked his death in the student paper. He went to Mizzou. He was an antler. He was one mm-hmm. of our friends or whatever. And I didn't tell him. And then I just published this. And then like people were calling his mom because he's he's from small town Missouri or whatever. What like, is wrong, wrong with the you, word? Got there, or whatever. The antlers. We all thought it was hilarious. And we made what sure is wrong? Going up door dead. <laughs> we all really we made sure. Funny. It yeah. was really funny. And then he didn't get mad, that mad about it. He wasn't mad about it. <laughs> he didn't get but, that like, mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was. I think it confused some people in his classes too. That like this kid they knew that it was dead, but then he was showing up to classes. That is. So fucked up because <laughs> you because you have to think about it this way right like this is one of the i mean for all the, the 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 drawbacks with social media and twitter the one of the one of the benefits is that information like when there is a correction can circulate very quickly there's probably people in this kid's life that still think he's dead well they no because then the, the word. next comic i did i introduced zombie huffman I mean, it's not that I re- I didn't retract that he was dead, but I made it very clear. What? First off, who's breaking news in comic strips about people dying in the University of Missouri? Nobody. All right, this I mean, was I don't know how Missouri like level sounds, humor. This that is sounds Andy like the type of thing that, that they would be like, oh, what a, a nice tribute. This is a tribute mm-hmm. to a kid that really died. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't make a joke yeah, like this yeah. about a kid. What, the better question is, what kind of a psychopath would make a joke about that in a, in a college comic? It was a slow burn to then Zombie Huffman, which I think lasted one strip. All right? So, like, That's but there was badass. a thing there. There was a narrative there. All right, everybody? I didn't just do it for no reason and the T-shirt mm-hmm. that I wanted to wear. 
Man, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table, each coming to talk shit and hang out. Uh, who, will we ever fake one of our deaths? Maybe it'll be Nick. You have to check. You know what I mean? You have to keep no. your eyes peeled at Nick's Twitter. Probably me for no. real. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Or, or no, sorry, patreon.com slash kind of funny. Where you can write in to be part of the show like Madeline did. And you can also be live in the chat to watch us record the post show that you can also get on demand on patreon.com slash kind of funny as an MP3 or YouTube video. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand new episode of course you get ads you can't write in and you're not getting the post show but it's no big deal you still have fun you still get to hang out yeah. we talk to you while you do your fedex shift you hang yeah. out deliver ups stuff you have a great time for now we have a post show to do but until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you